A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and thoughts and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we are podcast hosts not experts. And we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. You know, I just wanted to point out that it was recently highlighted to me how much of a non-expert I am and and we are when we were talking about pelvic floors on someone had written in about pelvic floor exercises. Mm. We've got a ton of responses, but one of us, I don't know who made some comment about like... (laughs) Does everyone have a pelvic floor, like including people with penises? Mm. Like, we don't know. And uh, a lot of people have written us to be like, yes, everyone does have a pelvic floor, no matter what your genitals are. And I was like, yeah, that's right. We don't know because we're not experts. Right. We don't know (laughs) about pelvic floors. I barely even know where mine is. Is it in my head? I don't know. I do know. But you know what I'm saying. I do know what you're saying, Kate. 
I very anyway, much know what you're saying. If you would like to provide feedback like that or anything else, our questions, comments, what have you, our voicemail and text number 781-591-0390. You can also email us anytime at forever35podcast at gmail.com. Can do that. And please do visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast. Join the Forever35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash Forever35Podcast. The password is serums. And sign up for the newsletter, Forever35Podcast.com slash newsletter. Hey, Dory, Um, I did want to mention something, which is... That tomorrow in Los Angeles, I'm going to be, quote, in conversation with my friend Alyssa Sussman uh, in support of her new book, Funny You Should Ask, which is a really, really wonderful novel. I loved it. I know you read it and loved it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that will be at Chevalier's Books, April 12th, Tuesday, April 12th at 7 p.m. Pacific time and Alyssa will be signing books. It'll be really fun. I will be there chatting with her. If you are in town and you love fun romantic reads, come say hi. Oh, that's fun. I didn't know that was happening. It is. You've got to be vaxxed and maybe masked. But it'll be uh, it'll be on. It'll be hot and heavy over at Chevalier's bookstore oh, yeah. in Larchmont. I wish I could make Angeles, it, but California. I can, but I but I cannot. You know what? I think that's okay. You came out in support of my book twice. I gotta say, I did. That's that true. was in, that was heavy friend lifting. I was well, extremely grateful. Well, you know, it was the least I could do. No, it was really it meant a lot. <sighs> um, anyway. Kate, I also just want to mention that. I am now giving personalized prod recs through Shop My Shelf. Explain to us how this works because I saw you post this and I was like, whoa, I am into this. Okay. So here's what happens. You go to shopmyshelf.us slash Dory Shafrier slash consults. We will link to this in the show notes as well. And there you will see a few different options. You can ask for a recommendation for one beauty product. You can ask for a recommendation for two beauty products, or you can ask for a total nighttime skincare routine review where I will recommend a buffet of products for you and kind of evaluate what you have going on already. Um, you fill out a brief questionnaire. You pay, I think it's $15 for one product rec 25 for two and then the nighttime skincare review is $75 and then I get back to you with my products it's That's pretty cool very cool and I have already mentioned to you that I feel like I'm going to be reaching out well please do because I'm excited about this you know it was I did a fun little thing on my Instagram story for the Sephora sale where I put up like one, a question box and said, you know, ask me if you want recommendations for the Sephora sale, let me know. Um, and I got so many responses and I was like, oh, this is really fun. Mm. Like I like, I like recommending these prods. And you know what? Now that we've been doing this podcast for four and almost a half years, mm-hmm. I actually know about a lot of prods. 
Yeah, you are a bit of an expert, dare we say. So that was kind of enjoyable. And then I was like, I'm going to do a little more of this. Um, and, you know, these things, uh, I enjoy it, but they do take time. You are paying me for my time and my expertise. And um, yeah, that's that. So check well that out. Well worth it. You are a oh, very I, good recommender of things. So oh, thank you so much. I also do just want to mention that Forever 35 also has a shop my shelf with all of our products from recent episodes. And we're starting to put together shelves of like the pods, favorite moisturizers and like all that kind of stuff. So check that out as well. That is at shop my shelf.us slash forever 35. Yes. It's really nice to have all those things in one place. Totally. More organized than they are on our website. Yes. Yes. You yes, know? yes. Yeah. Which has become, yes. you know, after doing this for four and a half years, like we've talked about a, a lot little, of stuff. Yeah. It's a little unwieldy. It is. It is. So, Dory, can you give us a bit of a toe press on nail update? Oh, I most certainly can. So, as discussed previously on the pod, I tried out Dashing Diva's Magic Press press-on pedicure after a rather unfortunate bout of toe fungus <laughs> that left my big toes Ugh, like kind of a mess and uneven. So it, if even if I put polish on them, which I was a little bit loath to do, given everything that's been going on with them, like they would still look uneven and and weird in my opinion. So I was like, what can I do about this? It's like, do press is press on it's a press on pedicure a thing? Like I'd never even heard of it or it had never occurred to me to think of a press on pedicure. But lo and behold, it was a thing. I tried it. You're supposed to keep it on for no more than seven days. I think I kept mine on for eight days. It showed Whoa. no sign of of falling off. Like it felt like I could have kept it on for a few more days, but I was like, mm, I don't know. Um, so you remove it with like a drop of nail polish remover and then you kind of gently pry it off with a little wooden stick that they include in the kit. And they, they it, came right off. Okay. There was no damage to my nail. There was like a little, on a couple of the nails, there was like a little bit of glue residue left, but I was just able to sort of like roll it off kind of. Like it wasn't hard to get off at all. Um, yeah. So overall, a great experience that I'm going to repeat. <laughs> this is a big, I mean, I really, when you were like, tee hee, I bought toe press on nails. I was like, how is this going to go? <laughs> Not that I didn't like believe in uh, you or these nails, but I was just kind of like, what? I just I didn't imagine you leave them it, on for a week. Right. Initially, like the, it, it, I think because also whenever I've, personally and i i know that they make shorter press-ons but like my my fingernail press-on experience has never been like amazing because yeah. they're usually like too long they fall off like it just it hasn't been great so i i too was going into this experience i would say with like low expectations i was hopeful but my expectations were low and they were exceeded Again, I'm never going to get over this one. And, you know, as as previously mentioned, my big toes are uneven. So I was worried that the toenail, the press-on, was not going to have enough surface area to adhere to. 
Oh, but, but you showed them. But I showed them. I mean, one of them was, felt like it was a little loose, and I did worry that it was going to come off, but like it didn't. It was fine, and they yeah, looked great. And my son was like, "What mama have on her nails?" Stop, really. And I was like, it's, I was like, it's nail polish. And then he was like, Henry wants some. And then he made me put nail polish on his to- little toenails. Oh, you mean you didn't give him tiny press on toenails? I did not. I felt like that might be overkill. He's not really quite ready for those yet. No, I don't think so. But he was excited to get his nails done. Oh, he picked out a lovely gray. Good taste. Okay. Yeah, he, yeah, he has good taste. What can I say? Now, what is this in the show notes here about B-complex vitamins? Oh, yes, 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 yes. What's going on over there, Dory? Okay. So on a previous mini episode, someone had asked how I dealt with my toe fungus. And I <gasps> oh. mentioned the prescription gel that I have been using. Right. But I, what I forgot to mention is that I Googled how to make your toenails grow faster. <laughs> Okay. And the the internet told me that vitamin B complex vitamins can help. So I just started taking them. So you just recently started. You haven't you haven't been doing it long um, enough to see a difference or have you? No, I've been doing it it's been at least a month, maybe longer. It's you know, it's hard to say. Uh, toenails grow so slowly. I just figure it can't can't be hurting. No. Right? I don't think so. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I realized that I'd forgotten to mention that and that, you know, perhaps that could help someone else. You are really what I would call a toenail fungus influencer at this point because... <laughs> wow. Between... I am so proud. <laughs> yeah. I think you should really take that title and run with it because, you know, between the fake toenails and the advice and now... A vitamin? I don't know. This is really like you should lead in this space is what I'm saying. Thank you, Kate. Carve this out Thank for you yourself. so much. <sighs> I shall. Okay. Well, Tori, we've got a lot of interesting questions from listeners coming always. up over the rest of this episode. Shall we take a quick break and come Let's back with that. some questions and comments? I would like nothing more. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. 
this is what's so great about Quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like, truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, 
our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. All right, we have returned with a question that I don't believe has come up. And which we, I don't think, can answer ourselves. Also true. Um, All right, could you put out the call to listeners for cute bras for small chested people? Pepper is a bra company that I've shopped from and literally the first time I've had bras fit me as an adult with a 34 AA chest. I even ordered a strapless bra from them, haven't yet received, but the thought of having one of those fit me for the first time is wild. I didn't know how much having a fitting bra would impact me until I got my first one a couple of months ago. It's such a relief to have something well-fitting. There are definitely outfits I've gone without a bra in the past with, but it's typically, it's not typically my preference. So having a flattering fitting option has been life changing. I guess it makes me feel like there's not something wrong with me, which is kind of how it felt when no bra really fit correctly. Anyways, I'd love it if listeners could recommend other brands that have bras for small chested women. All right, let's hear it for our small boobs. Let's hear it for the small boobs. Yeah. Great question. Because Dory and I are, we're, we're in the, you know. We're in the D's. We live in the D's. And we do. 
I haven't honestly, I've had boobs since like elementary school. So I haven't, you know, this is, this has never been my journey, but I really am glad that this person wrote in because I feel like sometimes from my big boob perspective, I'm always like, oh, a person who has smaller breasts, they don't have to worry about it, about bras and finding bras that fit. Everything fits them, which isn't the case. So I really appreciate you putting a voice to this listener. And mm-hmm. I would love if people could share recommendations with us that we can then um, bring on the pod. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. And like, it is one of those things where I don't, it's definitely not a one size fits all situation in terms of like what works for us as larger breasted women. Of course. Yeah. Does not necessarily translate when the bras goes. And I think some, you know, some bra lines don't come in smaller sizes. And so, yeah. So we'd love to hear from people who are also navigating this world. Yeah. All boobs welcome here is what we're saying. All jugs allowed. Mm -hmm. The more, the merrier. All right, Dory, here is a fascinating question. Uh, Picking back up on the superlative conversation, which we've been, been kind of an ongoing theme we've been talking about over the past few months. Someone wrote us and said, at our work away weekend, the company held an award ceremony. It was intended to be lighthearted with a mix of awards like worst dressed, worst with technology and best teams background. The thing is, I always find these kind of ceremonies to be mean spirited. They're supposed to be funny, but I would be mortified to be voted worst dressed. It would underscore that everyone is looking at me, judging me on my clothes rather than my work. I was voted loudest on conference calls. This is probably a fair cop, but also I have a barely managed anxiety disorder, which has me fairly obsessed with feeling like A, I talk too much because I'm nervous and B, everyone hates me. This lighthearted award has made me feel absolutely uncomfortable at work and like I need to behave differently. Am I being the fun police? Is this lighthearted team bonding or just an extension of the yearbook superlatives? Much love to you both from London. I was in shock when I read this. Listener, this, there is nothing lighthearted about this. This is fucked up. This is bullying. Yeah. This is everything Worst about this dressed? is a red flag. Yeah. Worst, but like, what the fuck? loudest on conference calls i too would be spiraling if i was voted loudest on conference calls honestly this feels like a workplace where like if you complained about something like this people would be like what you can't take a joke you're so sensitive like feels like a bullying workplace i hate this for you i also hate it and your your feelings are a hundred percent right and look if some people enjoy this stuff Great. Do it in your private life. You know, like have an award ceremony for your birthday party. I don't know. This does not need to be incorporated into the workplace in which employees like this is just everything about this is terrible and unprofessional and inappropriate and wrong. Mm-hmm. If it was all like, I think lighthearted would be like best team's background. Okay. How about like. Right. I don't know, like brings the, there's no, I don't think there's any good way to do this, but I think if it at least had a positive spin, I would be more comfortable with it. But you listed one thing that's like kind of positive and the rest are just awful. And so 
I I side with you a hundred percent, listener. You are not being the fun police. You are being. You're the only one who really sees what's going on here, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Now, I completely agree with this. I don't know anything about your work environment. If there's someone you can bring this to that you feel comfortable talking to about this, if there's like a HR that could actually deal with this, I don't know. But just know that we agree with you. We agree with you and we see you. Whew. Oh, God, really, that gave that me gave anxiety. Me like the, yeah, that gave me a little... Oof, oof, can you oof. imagine sitting there no. and being like, okay, we're going to have worst dressed, and then you look around and all the, your coworkers voted for you as the worst dressed person in the fucking office? No, I'm sorry. I, I truly think this is psychotic. Uh, like, how just cruel. Oh, it's God, awful. I'm again, I am really... I'm not it's okay awful. with this. It's awful. It's just like... <sighs> Why do people do this? It's not fun. I don't know. It's not lighthearted. It's fucked up. Also, like, not to get on a soapbox here about corporate work culture, but like, we don't need to have awards at no. work. We don't even need to have work weekends. Like, no. find a way for me to do Great my job point. in a way that's yeah, most convenient work, for me. What is this work away weekend? Great point. I totally overlooked that in the in my rage about the rest of this email but that is also so offensive a work away weekend why are they taking away your weekend what if you have family or another job or a commitment or what if you just don't want to spend your weekend with your coworkers? i wouldn't quite frankly no way that's it, Kate. No. I'm canceling the Forever 35 work away weekend <laughs> well you know what i'm canceling our awards show well, too bad I already got the awards made. <laughs> Can you imagine you were if we voted, had a Forever 35 awards ceremony? You were what, voted what did I what? Horsiest. You did. That's an award I would feel proud of. The hor- horsiest. You were voted horsiest. Look, I mean, it was close, but you were voted horsiest. I would, I would give you best hobbies. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you. You have a really thank great variety so of hobbies. Oh, but I mean, again, can you imagine? I couldn't even do that with like our no. very tiny team that we work with on this podcast. No. It just feels so wrong. Oh, it does. Oh, God. Wow. I didn't realize this, this really email was going to stress me out so really, much. But. This really got us worked up. Okay. <sighs> okay. Moving on. Hi, ladies. I currently live about a seven-hour drive or quick flight from my parents who live where I grew up. It's been nice to be able to go visit and spend more time with them since I can sometimes work remotely. But I'm starting to wonder if I want to move, if I want to move to be closer to them. There have been some health concerns, and while nothing is critical, it makes me sad to think the time I have left with them is getting shorter every day. I know you both moved across the country from your families, and I believe your parents are still on the East Coast. Do you ever feel like as they age, you wish you were closer to them so you can spend more time with them? Have you ever seriously considered moving back to be near them? I'm single and without kids, so it might be easier for me to consider than those with families of their own. I mean, yeah. I my my husband and I moved across country because of our because of his job primarily. Um and we're here. Like, I don't think we're going to be able to really live anywhere else for the foreseeable future. Like, our work is now in Los Angeles, especially his, you know? And um, I hate being far away from my family. I hate it. 
and I wish that they were closer all the time. <laughs> like there's just, and I, I like, and I have thought about moving back, especially after this pandemic when it's like, do we need to be here? Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately the answer is yes. So yeah, that's a, that's a really shitty part about life is not, is not getting to be near my family um, or my husband's family. Mm-hmm. They're also on the East coast. So yeah, it's something I feel a deep sorrow about. And if it's something that's important to you and you can make it work within your life and your job, I, I say like, why not? Especially if it's making you sad to think that you have less time with them and you, you have a good relationship with them. They're not going to like bring toxicity into your life. You know, sometimes being close to family is not ideal for everybody. I agree with everything you said. <laughs> There's my award. <laughs> uh, most agreed with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Give me a good chuckle. Yeah, I mean, um, is this something, you know, you think about too, Dory? Your parents are also oh, in Massachusetts. Yeah. I think about yeah. it all the time, especially, you know, Henry growing up so far away from his <sighs> grandparents is, is, challenging also my brother and his family live in connecticut so you know if we move back to the east coast we would be closer to both of them um my sister's kind of equidistant right now from like east coast and west coast so we wouldn't be we'd be maybe like half an hour farther on the plane um but yeah i mean i've definitely thought about it i don't know i like I would say I have not ruled it out entirely, but it just seems it's like so much to take on the thought of like moving my family across the country that I can't like, I can't even really begin to fathom it. I know people do it all the time, yeah, but I'm just like overwhelmed by the like logistics of it. Um, Not to mention, like, I feel like I've, I've been in LA for almost 10 years. I've, I've like built kind of a nice life for myself in Los Angeles. Yeah. As I said to, as I said to Matt the other night, like I can't move back to the East coast. I have a poker game now. Honestly. Yeah. You can't for this reason and this reason alone, you know? So I don't know. There's definitely times when I'm like, Oh, it would be really nice to be in your family right now. Yeah. And then there's times when I'm like, (sighs) my life is really nice here. I mean, I think, I think my ideal situation would be if my parents decided to like snowbird in Los Angeles. This is what I've tried to pitch to my dad, but my, my stepmom still works. So can't happen. So my mom still works and I feel like she will work until she's like (laughs) in the grave. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. because not even, I, I mean, I'm sure that earning the money is nice, but I feel like she just needs something to do. Yeah, totally. Um, my dad's, my dad is retired and yet like has a bunch of like side gigs. He right. Can, I don't exactly. think he could fully retire. Yeah. I, mean, I can't so speak for him. So I feel like that is sort of like preventing them. Um, yeah. But I do try to like plant it in their heads every time they come out here. Especially yeah, this, when like there's a storm raging in oh Boston and it's like 75 and sunny here. I'm like, isn't it nice here? <laughs> yeah. You'd be going for a walk and picking an orange from a tree. I mean, 
this summer when I, I spent, you know, six weeks living with my dad in New Hampshire and I was like, should we move to New Hampshire? And then the, then the reality, there's the fantasy of it. And then the reality of it, of like rebuilding a community for myself and living somewhere that's more rural than what I'm used to. And, and like, there's so many things that go yes. into all these considerations. Um, and unfortunately, I don't see myself moving to New Hampshire. But hey, look, never say never. Who knows? But yeah. But yes, listener, I think, you know, your heart, it feels like your heart is guiding you toward what you want to do here. And I don't normally say stuff that cheesy, but I kind of, I believe it in this situation. Hmm. All right. Well, Kate, should we take another break? Yeah, we've got a couple uh, listener responses to uh, an emailer who wrote in about their stutter. So we'll come back with that. All right, we'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness. Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay, I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm-hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right. We are back. Dory, we received so many nice responses to this original emailer. And I we even had a few, uh, not a few, but a couple of speech therapists reach out specifically kind of addressing the listener's concerns. And I just want to note that I have forwarded those messages to the OP, to the original oh, poster. That's very kind of you. You know, it's the least I can do. But uh, we received a couple uh, listener responses too that we wanted to share. I can Indeed. I can take this first one. Sure, go ahead. Thank you for reading the email from the stutterer, and thank you to my fellow speech impediment buddy for reaching out. I'm a stutterer in my mid 30s and keenly understand the pain associated with trying to navigate this quote sneaky disability, as you call it. For me, it manifests in my inability to say specific words, especially starting with M, and I tend to compensate by pretending I'm putting in a meaningful pause to my sentence when really my brain is frantically trying to come up with synonyms that I won't stumble on. It's exhausting. I navigate this in life and my in my career by being upfront, thanking people for their patience after I finish a challenging sentence, or if it comes up in conversation, saying flat out, I have a speech impediment and a stutter, and I'm really self-conscious about it. People are always kind. And if they aren't, I don't want to be around them anyway. Calling it out mm. makes me feel empowered and owning everything about me, including my speech. And I hope it makes you feel the same. Mm. Here, here. Yeah. You know, as I'm sure some listeners pointed out, you know, our president has a stutter. Yes. You know, and he's talked about that. And I think that's really, it's, it's powerful to have someone at that level give a voice to that, that experience, because I don't think it's mm-hmm. something that I personally have really been familiar with. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, shall I read this next email? Please take it away. Hi, long time, first time. I'm writing in response to the listener who asked about their stutter impacting career moves. I'm also a lifelong stutterer. Big hugs to this listener. It is so tough to still be dealing with a stutter as an adult. I wanted to share one tip and my take on a stutter and career growth. My tip is something I learned about 30 years ago in speech therapy and still helps me today for public speaking. If I start to feel myself getting stuck, I take a breath and think, don't hit the panic button which is what it feels like when you start to stutter and can't get past it. If I have a big presentation at work, I'll even write don't hit the panic button on a post-it and stick it to my laptop to have in view during the meeting. And my take on stuttering and career. I'm a scientist and only realized after many years of grad school and postdoc that public speaking is a hugely important part of the job. I've often thought about detouring to a different career specifically because of my stutter, but I know that that would also be giving up on my dreams. I encourage you to also not let your stutter be a deciding factor in any career aspirations. Just go for it. Congratulations on the new job. And thank you, Dorian Kate, for everything. Ooh, what great advice. 
I really appreciated this perspective. Yeah, same. I love our listeners. I know. Uh, aren't they they're great? They're so, so great. I know. Yeah. They're really great. Like, way to be so awesome, everybody. Totally. We have just such great listener story. What a what a what a blessing. What a blessing. <sighs> well, Kate, it's been a pleasure as always. So fun to talk to you and to hear from everybody. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Oh, 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 o